Good evening, everybody, and welcome into Wiregrass Weather Chat for August 7th, 2020. And we are here in these beautiful studios of FM 95 WTVY in Dothan, Alabama. We are broadcasting live on our Facebook page here in the studio. And so we ask you if you love Wiregrass Weather Chat, you like to talk about the weather, maybe phone up a friend and say, hey, go check out their Facebook page and they're in the studio, and they're going to be talking about weather. Now, I can't do it all by myself. My trusty cohort over here, cohort. Radar <laughs> Radar Chad Jackson. Cohort. Cohort. Tell them, uh, says there's a lot of people listening tonight that don't normally listen through uh, our very own radio station Facebook page. And honestly, we joke around calling you Radar, but what is the real reason for that? Uh, the real reason is because I am certified for um, radar analysis and severe weather analysis so that's kind of how the radar thing come around and and our wonderful person john here decided to give me that radar chad name and unfortunately it has stuck yeah Yeah, john garrett he's our midday guy here at the radio station and he stuck him at radar chad and now chad and i are both certified storm spotters for the national weather service we have been for a long time and that is where our interest is in just studying the weather. Now, neither one of us are meteorologists, but we still like to talk to folks about the weather because we know many of you who are listening right now, you too are not a meteorologist, but it doesn't change the fact that we still like to talk about meteorology and especially storms. The storms. Got to love the storms. That's why we're around. It's because of storms. Okay, speaking of storms, we have... Uh, we made a mistake last week. We apologize for this. Uh, the new <laughs> storm, the <laughs> no, the new storm that was going to be affecting possibly the U.S., this was back last Saturday night, we were calling it uh, Hurricane Isaiah. Isaiah, okay, Hurricane Isaiah. It's, it's not pronounced Isaiah. What is it? Don't ask me because okay. I've heard it five different, I heard one okay. guy call it's, it Isaias. It's Isaias. 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 Okay. Okay, so Hurricane well, I is uh e. is just off of uh the Florida panhandle, uh, not the panhandle, the the peninsula over on the east side and earlier this week, maybe 4 or 5 days ago, when the National Hurricane Center when they ran their latest run, it showed that the hurricane was beginning to take more of a trek toward the west and actually uh, showed it sliding around the panhandle and getting into the gulf. And then once it gets into the gulf, it was showing it turning back to the east, but not until it threatened the wiregrass area. Well, that was only for a run or two, and then it started sliding it back over to the east, away from us. And so we now have nothing to worry about here with this hurricane as it's going to go right up the eastern seaboard. Tropical storm, but yeah. Nothing to worry about, but it does look like it. As of right now, the last runs are showing that it's basically just going to ride right up that east coast. So everybody up the east coast is going to get some rain and high surf and some wind. That's right. And the storm surge with this particular storm isn't really that impressive. We're talking two to four feet, so nothing too dangerous, especially if you're not standing out on the ocean or standing out on the beach. But the uh, the biggest threat from this storm is going to be flash flooding just due to the heavy wind. So if you are along that eastern seaboard all the way up into South Carolina, Georgia, and South Carolina, you do need to be watching out for the um, the flash flooding that's going on there. Right. Okay, Chad, 
Uh, anything that you see on the horizon coming off of Africa? I know there have been some waves in the last three or four days that have come uh, emerged off of Africa. Anything that you see that might affect the U.S. in the future? As of right now, there's there's only one system in um, the Atlantic, um, and it's expected to hit toward the Leeward Islands um, sometime later next week. Uh, they have upgraded it to a 60% chance of becoming a tropical storm or hurricane. Uh, there are a couple more waves that we're looking and anticipating to come off that uh, Africa coast over the course of the next couple weeks. So maybe in a couple weeks, but as of right now, unless something happens with the one that's out there now and it decides to keep going west instead of going north-northwest like they said, it doesn't look like we're going to get anything here. Yeah, so so no uh, tropical systems to affect our area, at least in the next couple of weeks. As of right now, we do know things change, and so we will keep our eyes on it. We are approaching the, the uptick part of the season when we start having more hurricanes, and when we get into the middle of August all the way to the middle of October, that's pretty much the worst time. That's when all of the conditions are just perfect. For hurricanes, so we've not gotten to that point yet, but we already have had more named storms this year than in the history. Right, and that's since like what nineteen fifty. Fifty, that's was. right. Yeah, and so that's a lot of storms. And our and our experts, the ones at Colorado State and, and Penn State, they were telling us that this was going to be an above average hurricane season based on uh, their metrics. Main one being no wind shear. El Nino and warmer temperatures. Well, the temperatures are very warm, much warmer than normal, all up and down uh, the Atlantic, out into the Caribbean, and even further out into the Atlantic as you go more towards uh, Cape Verde or Cabo Verde off the coast of of Africa. Now, what's going to happen? We don't know, but we do know so far it has been a bad year. And we'll just keep our fingers crossed, but we need everybody to be preparing for that possibility of a threat in our area from a hurricane or a tropical storm. We don't anticipate that at least in the next two weeks. We're here every Sunday night on Facebook Live here at 95.5 WTVY, and we will be bringing you the latest on that. Okay, Chad, I got one more interesting tidbit here. Now, this was based on the warmer temperatures along the Atlantic. I don't know if you got a chance to see the news um, this week, but all along New England, especially in Maine and especially Long Island, many, many very large sharks have been sighted and they've closed a lot of beaches there in that area. Now, you know, there are three main aggressive sharks there, the ones that are probably blamed for more deaths and attacks, and we're talking unprovoked attacks. And do you know what sharks? Those would be three of them. Uh, tiger shark. Tiger shark is right. Great white. Great white. Um, I don't know the other one. So tiger shark, great white shark. Hey, maybe one of our listeners knows. If you know what that third type shark no is. Googling. No Googling. No Googling. No Googling. Just here, type so in can... what is the third one. Tiger, great white. And something. All right. We'll, we'll, give, you, we'll, we'll give you a couple we'll see seconds if anybody here. here can do it. But they have been spotting these sharks for several days now in the past week, closing down some of those beaches. And then in Maine, this is very, very sad. In Maine, they had their first shark attack, fatal shark attack last week. First one ever in the state of Maine. That was um, a lady 
that was attacked. She was only 20 yards from shore, mm. and she was attacked and killed by Great White. Great White. So Great White, mm. Tiger, the other one, the Nobody Bull Shark. Bull Shark. Bull Shark. Now, this is, are you a Jaws fan? No, I'm real, I, I watched it when I was a kid, and other than that, no, I, I was never a, a Jaws fan. Well, I'm a big Jaws fan, and one thing in there, Peter Benchley, he wrote the book, and he said that his real-life inspiration came from an incident that happened in 1916 right off the coast of New Jersey. They didn't know much about sharks then. Well, some somebody got attacked by a shark. A lifeguard pulled them out of the water, but they bled to death right there. Okay, more on that person here in just a second. Within, within a week to seven days, maybe to ten days, some kids decided to go up and swim uh, off of the main ocean and up into a creek. Wouldn't you know it, witnesses spotted an eight-foot, possibly bull shark, go into the creek, Mm-mm. and within 30 minutes, two of those children were dead, nope. and within the same day, a total of five had been attacked. Now, this is in a creek, and they really weren't even sure about... Um, hurricane i mean about sharks how dangerous they are and now here's five people that have been attacked four of those actually died and that's just really really scary stuff they can keep those sharks now here's an interesting tidbit okay you know i'm from philadelphia pennsylvania and philly is known for a lot of firsts for example in philadelphia they had the first public library the first planned city first capital of the u.s they have the first hospital their first stock exchange, the first turnpike, the first suspension bridge, the first U.S. Mint, the first pharmacy school, first zoo, first roller coaster, first department store, first business school, and now, because of what happened in 1916, the first documented fatal shark attack was a guy from Philadelphia. Goodness gracious. He That's went over to first, Jersey. Too. See, we had they had a... Um, they had an epidemic going on. Polio was going on at that time. And everybody rushed over to the beaches to get out a little bit. And that's when all the attacks happened. And he was the first one. So it's interesting that was in a, during a, uh, an epidemic. Now, mm. closer to home, Orange Beach, Florida. Last week, a couple days ago last week, a boy there was attacked by a shark. Now, we understand it's not life-threatening, and he's going to make a full recovery. That's good. But he was out fishing with his dad, and his dad said, listen, everyone listening, this is a clue. His dad said he saw a lot of bait fish in the area that he didn't normally see. When they got tired of fishing, they decided to come in. Well, his son was complaining about something burning on his leg. Well, he had been bitten by a shark, but he did survive, so... We're wanting to know why all of these shark attacks and especially all the sightings that closed all the beaches in New England. Well, some of the um, experts said, first of all, a shark is most likely not going to attack a human because a human is not on their food chain. Now, things can change if they do start attacking humans thinking that it's food. I guess they could determine, hey, this is food, so I'm going to attack a human now every time. But that's mostly not the case. They think you're a seal or some other type of bait fish that's their normal fish, and especially when they're out late in the evenings, you know, at dusk, and their eyesight isn't so great. 
and then people get into those wetsuits, and then they look like a seal. Mm -hmm. So official said, here's some good advice if you're going to be going to Panama City or or somewhere on our our coast coast here down in the panhandle to don't don't look like a fish. Don't put on a wetsuit so that you look like a seal. If you go out and you don't go out far, they're saying no more than waist high. Be um, familiar with your surroundings. If you see a lot of bait fish or if you see birds dropping down like they're attacking fish in the ocean, don't go over there because there's a shark there. And when you see all of those fish, get away. So the, the shark is not going to follow nothing. He's going to follow groups of fish, you know, big schools of fish. So when you go to Panama City, be on the lookout. Have someone with you. Be watching. If you see bait fish or a lot of marine animals in that area, get out and get out right away. That's good. That's good stuff to know because yes. I don't like sharks and I don't want to be bitten by one. No, me neither. Me neither. All right. So this is our first Wiregrass Weather Chat on um, Facebook Live here at 95.5 WTVY. Chad, tell them about this radio that we give away. Okay, so for those that are just now tuning in on our 95.5 WTVY Facebook Live, um, everyone else on our off our pages has heard about it, but every Sunday at the end of the month, the last Sunday of the month, we give away a Midland WR120 weather alert radio. And all you have to do is like and share our page, which you can find at Wiregrass Weather Chat, and it'll pull us up. Like and share the page, and every time you like and share the page, it will uh, enter your name into a drawing. And uh, at the end of the month, we will do that drawing. And if your name is drawn, you will receive a free weather alert radio. And it's a very loud alert. It will wake you up in the middle of the night. That's the whole idea. Uh, we know you have phones, and sometimes phones will do that. You can't have too many backups, that's for sure. Right. Okay, so uh, if you have a topic that you would like for us to talk about, maybe some historic hurricane that's hit our area, we're definitely going to do specials on Hurricane Michael. That was in uh, August of 2018. We'll be talking about that as we get closer. Eloise, another um, historic hurricane here in this area and opal a historic um, hurricane that was in um, september october of 95 so we'll be talking about those if you have some weather topic that you want us to discuss just type it in send it along to us and we'll be glad to look at that do some research and possibly bring that to you in a future podcast the only way wiregrass weather chat is going to work is if you work with us and if you give us some topics and some ideas. Now, obviously, when severe weather threatens, uh, we have been in here before when tornadoes have really attacked the Dothan area, and we were online, we were uh, live in here using Facebook Live, and we were able to get information out to you on Facebook Live that we just couldn't do it at the time on the air. So I want you to remember us whenever severe weather strikes, and we're talking hurricanes, we're talking uh, tornadoes. We will be here at any time. We'll let you know ahead of time coming up on this day. At this time, we're going to be on our Facebook page live with Wiregrass Weather Chat. And then you can tune in and get the very, very latest. We love to bring in our city managers and police department officials, fire department officials, even had folks on here from the Weather Channel. We've had folks on here already this year from the Tallahassee National Weather Service, the actual lady that puts out the 
uh, the warnings for our area, and that was just fascinating to talk to these people and how they keep our area safe. And so we want to keep our area safe, so we ask you to remember us, and we're here every Sunday night at 6 o'clock. If you'll just tune in, and we'll give you the very latest from Wiregrass Weather Chat. You guys have a great week. We appreciate you tuning in very much. Chad, be careful this week. You as well.